Hi friends, welcome along. This is the Influence Podcast. If you're looking to inspire more people, have a positive impact on a global scale, build an influential and magnetic brand, and build a profitable business with your unique gifts and talents, then the Influence Podcast is for you. I'm your host, Jake Adam Davey, former high school French and Spanish teacher, turned international speaker, online business coach, and Instagram growth and monetization enthusiast. You can find tools, resources, and so much more on the website, jakeadamdavy.com. And you can also say hello on Instagram at jakeadamdavy. Please also, if you're enjoying the podcast, do feel free to leave a review. The more stars, the better, of course. But equally, if you're not enjoying it, you are still invited to leave a review. The one thing I would also ask is, of course, sharing is caring. So if you've listened to something or heard something in the podcast that you think you've enjoyed or would be useful and beneficial to other people, then please do hit that share button and pass it on to somebody that you know. I'd be so very, very grateful and so thankful if you did. Now let's dive into today's episode on the Influence Podcast. All right, welcome along and thanks for joining. This is the Influence Podcast and today I am super excited. I have a, a guest with me, special guest with me. Uh, Jessica Abo is joining me today. Um, I'm going to introduce her in just a moment, but before I do, let me just share a little bit about ultimately why I was so keen to have Jessica on the uh, on the podcast today. Um, so Jessica Abo is a w- award-winning journalist. She's a best-selling author and sought-after media trainer and PR coach. The next big thing she's working on is her 90-day media mastermind. That sounds absolutely essential for most people who are growing and building a business online in 2023. Jessica, I know that this is going to be highly relevant for our audience. Welcome to the Influence Podcast. Thank you for having me. I'm so happy to be with you. It's great to have you here. Um, before we dive into the, the 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 fun stuff, the media stuff, and the the business growing, I have to ask what what's with the post-it notes behind you? I see over your left shoulder you got you got post-it notes on the on the wall on the fridge. What's going on? Yeah, I'll go this way. So for for folks who can see the video, so I, I have lots <laughs> of color coded post-it notes behind me. My daughter is four, and she is practicing her letters while I am practicing a new keynote. So she is taking her pen and putting it to paper to practice everything that I say out loud in terms of, okay, this is a story with a positive ending. And this is a story with, you know, a more challenging ending. So we, we color code those stories as I map out this talk and she is practicing her letters. So I covered Hurricane Irene when I was a New York one reporter and she'll write I R E N E. (laughs) So we're staying busy over here. I, it sounds it. It sounds it. I love that. I love that. And and she she clearly must benefit from the, the idea of the storytelling and such. Is that is that something that um, maybe a silly question, but I guess that's been part of what you've done in the media presentation and such. So there must be some real valuable skills in, in, in terms of the learning sense that you can pass on to her as well. I'm trying, you know, I'm a really big proponent of kids being really comfortable with public speaking. So even when we have family dinner or a birthday party, or if we are hosting a holiday meal at our home, I will always ask her if there's a story she wants to tell, or if she has a joke she wants to share just to get her comfortable talking in front of people. So she isn't someone who is looking for someone like me when she's 30, 40, 50, 60 years old, trying to unlearn all of these things that sort of creeped into her life over time. And she can hold on to these really positive, confidence-boosting skills from an early age. I love that. 
So that leads in perfectly to, I mean, we, we're going to have a lot of people listening to this episode and listening to this show. Um, who is who is in the right place to be listening to to what we're going to talk about today? Who 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 would you feel you know your kind of expertise and knowledge and um, and and would be best served from listening to this this episode today? Do you think the best served person is someone who wants visibility through the media? So if you are someone who is watching the news, reading newspapers, checking out blogs, and you keep seeing other people featured, and you keep thinking this should be me. Like, why isn't this me? This person isn't even as qualified as I am. It's my turn. Like I need to let people know I exist. That is a great person for me to work with. And then there are the folks who just feel like, oh, this gives me a lot of stage fright, or I'm going through imposter syndrome and think that they should interview anyone else except me. And those are people that I like to help as well, because those are people who should be saying yes. And they're turning down opportunities because of these outside feelings that we can embrace and help them get through and move forward from. I love it. And what has got you to the position today, um, just for people who are coming at this completely cold, but what's got, what's got you in the position today where you're able to speak on this? Because I know you are, of course, but what's got you to the position where you're able to speak on this topic with, with the degree of authority and, and, and kind of confidence that, that you have? two different tracks going on here. The first is that I spent 20 plus years working as a news anchor and news reporter in different newsrooms. So I used to be the person that people pitched all day, every day saying, please put me on the news. And then when my book came out four years ago, I hired a publicist for my book tour and I became the person that people then were saying, please put her on the news. <laughs> so I'm coming at this from two different perspectives, one being the gatekeeper in a newsroom and then the other, a patient person with a product saying, okay, I hope these people say yes. And if they do say yes, then I had to go through the same motions my clients go through, getting my ideas boiled down to succinct talking points and being nervous the day that I was on the Today Show and other things. So it helps me understand both sides of the coin and all that comes together in what I teach my clients. I love that. So what are, what are some of the, where would somebody start? What, what, what are kind of the first things that somebody would, would need to go through if they were looking to increase their visibility if they were looking to be seen more and more visible through the media as you say it, there's the kind of looking at other people how are they doing this and not me I, I'm better qualified like I'm you know I, I, there's so many people and, and I see this with our clients we work with incredible people that are highly gifted highly talented they can get great results but but the big shortage that they have is clients and and, and the visibility which is ultimately why they, they start doing this so what would be the first steps how would somebody actually go about this to, to, to get this started? What should they consider? The first three things that they should consider are the following questions. The first is why do I want press at this moment in time? The second is what do I want that press to do? And the third is what's the metric of success? So take your business, for example, you might want press today because you have a book coming out this month and it's really important for you to be promoting your book. A year from now, you might want to be selling your business. So you might want press because you want to show everything that you've built and help you land your next opportunity or help you find a buyer for your business. In terms of what you want that press piece to do, you might just be thinking, okay, at this stage of the game, I just want to sell books, or I just want more people to know I exist. Or perhaps you were an e-commerce store and now you're going to have a brick and mortar appearance in your community and you want people to know that. So that's a very specific thing of what you want the press to do. You want to gain more traction. You want to make more money. You want to have more followers, whatever it might be. The metric of success is, did you do 
what you set out for this press piece to accomplish. And that changes over time. And a mistake that people make is they only see themselves as one thing. So in your case, you might see yourself as the founder of this company. And, and now this you know book that we're talking about as make believe, yeah. but the, the author of this book, but you might've moved around 10 times as a kid. And that might be a great piece of press for you. How moving 10 times around the world made me a better author or makes me a better CEO. And people go, wait, that's interesting. Or wait, that could be a press piece. So something that I like to do with my clients is to dive deep into their whole story instead of just focusing on the one thing that they're trying to share and sell at that moment of time. Yeah, that's, that, that makes a lot of sense. And how important is the story for people to, to, to well, for, for this in, in the whole pro, how, well, let me, let me keep it broad. How important is the story? I think stories are everything. And I think we make content out of those stories. So if someone has one story, they can put that story on the news. They can put that story on a podcast. They can also take a line of that story and turn it into a graphic and put that on social media. They could take one thought of that story, one lesson in that story and turn it into a blog post that they share on LinkedIn. So I think stories are what connect us to each other. I think stories are what make people remember us and remember our, our brand and our personal story because because you have to remember we're dealing with brand stories and we're also dealing with founder stories. And most people think that they're the same. And in some cases they might be, but not always. So you might have an incredible founder story, or you might be someone who's thinking, I don't want to share my founder story. I just want to focus on the brand and that's okay too. But as we're seeing in 2023, more people are looking for connection than ever before. And the way that people can connect with your brand really is by connecting with you first. Yeah, that makes a whole lot of sense. Um, and how, what, what would the the journey for somebody going into this be? Would, would, and, and what I'm, what I'm, I mean by that is, I would anticipate that once somebody has experienced this once and they see the benefit of it, then it's not a one-time thing. It's not a one piece of press and then that's it. It's, it's. I imagine it's the type of thing where when people do this and they say, wow, this, this was the, uh, with those three questions that you mentioned before, they see it's like, wow, that, that was mind blowing in terms of the results. So, so how, what, what might that lifetime or that, 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 that journey look like for somebody? Would they do it just one time? Would it be an ongoing thing? What, what might that look like? A really simple exercise here is just to look at a calendar here. So I have a client where we were chatting about something and their business coaches. So I said to them, I'm sure you come across a lot of entrepreneurs who are overcoming failure with you and trying to learn from their mistakes. And they said hundred percent. So I said, okay, well it's international failure day in October. Why don't I pitch you to a news producer who I know and see if we can land you a segment. And we did. And here was this whole segment on overcoming failure and what these two women teach their founders but their advice could still be perfect for December, which is it's holiday time. Maybe you want to gift the entrepreneur in your life, this coaching program. Now it's January, new year, new you. What advice do you want to be giving out to people who might not be in your program, but might benefit from your thought leadership? February, Valentine's Day. Okay. Well, even if you don't have a date planned for you this evening, here's a way for you to fall in love with your business. So when you look at a calendar year, there are all these national holidays, and then there are 
there's small business Saturday. If you're in the States, you know, there's so many things happening. I'm sure where everyone lives around the world, where you can find different news hooks or even what's happening in the current news cycle. Maybe your business is connected to inflation. Maybe it's connected to COVID in some way. So you just want to make sure that you're keeping your business relevant so that your story stays top of mind in the media. It's great. The idea of National Failure Day, just <laughs> I love that. That's, that means at least everybody has one day, right? We can exactly, all one day we can, exactly. We can and if celebrate. you don't, if you don't tell the story of failing, how are we all supposed to connect with you? So it all comes back to story. That is, that is, yeah, amazing. I love that. I love that. And so, what 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 it would, would appear, and, and again, this is obviously your um, where you can you can explain this a lot better than I can. But what it would appear then is, I think occasionally people feel. I need to create the next new thing, the next new program, the next new product, the next new service. But effectively, what what you're saying, what I'm hearing, and how I interpret it is that actually, rather than than needing to create another product, another service, another offer, another thing, it's more about how do I continue to make what I already have relevant continuously to keep it top of mind, top of mind, top of mind. Is that that have I made made that assumption correctly? Absolutely. And it goes back to that first set of questions. So what's the metric of success? What you want to also consider is how can you use that piece of press that you now just secured? Mm. So you might want to screenshot yourself on the homepage of a website and then put that in your deck. If you're pitching investors for funding, you might want to just take that logo and put it on your website. So it says as seen in or as appeared on and put it on your social media. So if you go to meets Jessica Abo, media trainer coach as seen on the Today Show and in Forbes and et cetera, et cetera. So there are lots of different ways that we can use these media opportunities. I had a client who's a physician and she just said to me, I work with this guy. He is in the news every single day. I don't know how this is happening. So I said to him, I said to her, he's either really good at pitching himself or he hired a publicist. Turns out he had hired a publicist, but what she did was get media training, understand because she didn't want to hire a publicist, understand the process for herself on how to do it. She has landed so many opportunities now that she's now being recruited from other institutions. So where media can be helpful in your career, it might be internal, just simply saying, look, I just got, you know, featured in this magazine about something outside of work. Maybe you ran a marathon and you ran it, you ran it in honor of some sort of charity or what have you. And it was featured in the news. Well, now you're getting visibility for your company because it's going to say Jessica Abo, who's a news anchor and reporter at New York one during the day, just ran 26.2 miles for whatever. So there are lots of ways to bring visibility to where you are, and that might be attractive to your bosses and help you get a promotion. So when you think about what's the metric of success, it might be outside of that piece. It might be, I wanted to land another job, or I wanted to learn a new skill, and I'm going to turn that hobby now into a full-time career and leave my day job. Yeah, that's great. So this is, we're we're recording this at the end of uh, mid-December, 2022 it's going to go out in 2023 right at the start of a new year what's the what's kind of the overall impact that you'd like to have and and the the people that you want to be working with what does that look like in in the new year i want to see more people say yes to these sort of opportunities and figure out why are they saying no in the first place beyond that i want to help people who are saying yes to these opportunities go into these interviews feeling more confident and secure in their material. 
one thing that we do often is start with your gotcha questions. A lot of anxiety before interviews comes around, what are they going to ask me? Or I hope to God that this is like the one thing that no one ever, ever, ever brings up. Instead of just taking time to think about what those questions are, formulating thoughtful answers to those questions, and then walking into an interview thinking to yourself, okay, I can handle whatever they throw my way. Because people often think when they do interviews, unless you are doing some sort of crisis management piece, most people think everyone's out to get them. But if you just wrote a book, most people just want to talk to you about your book and why you wrote the book and what the book is about. They're not looking to expose you in any way, unless you, you know, are criminal and somehow, <laughs> somehow wrote a book about that. Yeah, so yeah. You, you have to remember that people are on your side, including trainers and coaches like me who want you to be the best version of yourself this year so that you can share your story and inspire other people too. Okay, that's great. There's a couple of things I want to take from that straight away. The gotcha question, just just for anybody who missed that, or, or and and just to really break it down, what 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 does that mean? What what is the gotcha question? Give me a scenario there. A gotcha question is a question that you are hoping no one ever asks you, or if you are asked, you can't answer and you don't know how to respond to that. So. It might be that you're asked about your numbers related to revenue and your board doesn't let you talk about your revenue. It might be that there was embezzlement happening within senior leadership and you're unaware of it and someone calls you out on that. It could be that you are sitting because you were prepping all day, getting ready for this interview and unaware that there was this big breaking news story and you're sitting in the interview and now they ask you your thoughts on that news piece. So how you pivot in an interview and how you keep control of the interview there, first and foremost, is to make sure that you make a list of all the questions you legally cannot answer, the questions that you just don't know the answer to at this moment, and the questions that you don't want to answer for whatever reason, and you come up with answers to those questions. And in order to pivot, you might say something like, we don't have that information right now, but what I can tell you is... And then you steer the conversation to another number. So you always acknowledge what you've been asked. You don't dodge it completely, but you bring the, you steer the ship, you bring the conversation where you want it to go. And that's something that I help my clients do in our sessions together. So good. And, and maybe just, and just going back to the start of what you, you shared, which was people, you, 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 the, the big goal for next year is to get more people to say yes. What are the reasons two, three reasons, main reasons that people say no. The first is they don't think they have anything interesting to say. So those are my people who fall in the imposter syndrome bucket. Then there are people who have had panic attacks on the phone just in our discovery call because the thought of doing public speaking is such an overwhelming thought for them. They would really rather jump out of a plane then have to do anything live or even filmed for that matter. Just anything related to public speaking yeah. is not where they see themselves. And, and then the third is they might say no because they're not in a position where they know what they want to say and how they want to say it and how they want to deliver it. And they might be coming off of an experience that didn't go well and they have to overcome that first before they get back out there. That's, that, that, that's great. Um, I, I, I can see straight away the for for depend and again everybody's situation is different of course but the mental blocks that so often we put in our own way tends to be um, tends to be the, the 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 big thing. What what would what kind of might the journey look like if somebody was looking to to get support with this and and you, you know you, you from from the very brief time we've had together today. But if if 
if you pique somebody's interest here, which I, I mean, piquing my interest for sure, but if you if you pique somebody's interest here and they're listening, thinking, okay, what what might that look like? What what might that journey look like? Just to kind of um, familiarise somebody um, with that process if they were to to be working with you more closely. People can work with me one-on-one that's always available and people can work with me in these group coaching programs. So in this 90 day program that we will be rolling out in 2023, you will learn things like how the media works and what makes a story, what your dream headlines might be, but what are the talking points that support that dream headline and how to pitch the press yourself, how to work with a publicist and what questions to ask if you're currently interviewing publicists to handle your public relations for you. Then we break down the soundbite, how to talk in concise talking points, and what are your nuggets, the memorable things that you can be saying in interviews so that your content is connecting with people in a really meaningful and memorable and relatable way. And then we set up your shot so we don't have people going on podcasts and on the news like this, because (laughs) I've seen a lot of really good looking ceilings in my day, but we don't want to be putting that out there for the world to see. We want to make you come across as this authoritative figure. And the way we do that is by setting up your shot with proper eye contact, where you look into the camera and proper lighting. So you're not coming from what looks like maybe a dark cave or dungeon to, you know, the folks around the world who are listening to you. And then I teach people how to maximize their exposure. So now you've been on BBC, you've been on CNN. What do you do with that clip? How do you make that work for you? How do you stay in touch with the people who booked you and make friends with the media and so much more? So that's just a taste of what we cover in the group sessions. People who work with me one-on-one, we're usually preparing either for a certain opportunity or we're just breaking down old habits and limiting beliefs. And now we're going to create a whole new set of talking points. So you can go out in the world and do your thing. And that's for people who don't necessarily have the time to do a group co- a group coaching program or people who are really private and they don't even want people to know that they're doing this training in the first place. Yeah. So good. So good. I, the, I, I love that. I mean, I, it's, it just sounds so just so just so valuable for people that want to get out there and and be visible be seen do it the right way i mean as, as you're you're sharing those things i'm immediately kind of sitting up straighter and just checking that the lighting looks all right <laughs> and i'm looking in the right direction things um so all yeah all of that totally makes sense um I, I i love that and and i can't help but say it because it it's um it's obviously what we teach with with instagram and such but how important is not necessarily just Instagram, but how important is somebody's social media and their outward facing presence, their their kind of online presence in all of this? What what kind of words would you have or how would you you guide people uh, kind of in, in that discussion about how they present themselves online as well? I think it's huge. If you're someone who wants to be on a national network, the first thing that the, the booker, the producer will ask me is, Do you have any clips of this person? It really helps if I have clips of this person that I'm pitching, because while I'm not a publicist, while people do not pay me a monthly retainer to go out and pitch them in the news all day, every day, I do help my clients get press placements. So if I am trying to get someone a big opportunity, the first thing I'm asked every single time is, can you send us clips of this person doing other things? Which is why when I send a pitch off, I'll say, here's a clip of this person 
talking on their local news channel or here they just did this recent podcast because people want to know that you can talk well, that you know how to present yourself on camera and that you are ready to go. They don't want your first rodeo to be unsuccessful and they certainly don't want it to be on their airtime. So that's the first thing. The second thing is social media can be a great PR machine for you because every time that you do an Instagram story, that's a piece of press. So the more people can see you and they can hear you and they can learn from you, sometimes that will help the media find you when there's a breaking news story and they're looking for a certain expert. If you're that expert, they might come across your social media long before you send them a pitch and they find you through going that route. Brilliant. I love that. Um, I'm, I'm delighted that you said that as well. And it's, it's <laughs> what we what we share with our clients ongoing. Um, Jessica, I'm, I'm very conscious of time because I know we've, we've only got a, a few moments left, but I've, I've been extremely grateful for your time. And, um, you know, we may uh, look at a part two at some point if uh, if you'd be open to that. Um, I love that. Yeah, that, that would be great. Thank you so much. Um, so just, just a couple of final questions, if I may. Where is the uh, the easiest place for people to find you and connect with you if they'd like to, to, to have a further conversation? Sure. Just go to my website, jessicaabo.com, and you can get in touch with me through there. We can set up a call to chat. You can download my free PDF, which is Get Press with Jess. And that's a really good way to start this whole journey if you're just starting to think about you getting more PR this year. Brilliant. Thank you. I love that. Get pressed with Jess. So they go to <laughs> go to the website. Uh, we'll put links in the show notes for, for people to go through and click on those as well. Um, so yeah, thank you so much. And just a final uh, question, which I, I do ask everybody who joins us on the show. Uh, the title of the, the, the podcast is Influence. I would love to know what does the word influence mean to you? Influence means sharing. It means learning and it means community. Perfect. And that's that's probably the perfect place to leave it. Um, and so I just want to say, Jessica, thank you once again for your time. Um, I'm extremely grateful. Could you just share with us one more time where people can connect with you and where they can find you? Sure. JessicaAbo.com. Abo is A-B-O, like all three blood types. My dad and my sister went the medical route. <laughs> I went I went the journalism route, but JessicaAbo.com. And I'm on LinkedIn, TV. Oh, actually, I'm on LinkedIn, Jessica Abo. Instagram, Jessica Abo TV, Jessica Abo on Facebook. And those are, those are the places, but let's chat. Let, let's get you out there. Let's tell your story. I love it. I love it. Thank you so much. Um, for everybody that's been listening as well. Thank you so much for joining. Uh, there is no better time right now than to get yourself out there, to be visible, to be seen by more people and ultimately then to be helping more people as well. So thank you for joining us for another episode of the Influence Podcast. Jessica, thank you so much for being with us. Thanks for having me. Thank you. Thanks, everybody. Look after yourselves. Stay safe. And we'll see you in the next episode. All the best. Bye for now. Hi, friends. Jake here again. Thank you so much for listening to today's episode. You can find links to anything that we've discussed, books, trainings, other podcasts, uh, anything currently that we're enjoying. You will find those in the show notes or you'll find it somewhere in and around all the information that you usually find in a podcast. And a reminder that if you'd like to know more about what I do, if you want more of tools, resources, any recommendations, readings, uh, free training, products and such, then you can find all of that on the website jakeadamdavy.com. Equally, if you want to come over and say hello, Instagram is always the best place and the account is at jakeadamdavy. 
If you're enjoying this podcast, don't hesitate to leave us a review. Of course, the more stars, the better. And equally, sharing is caring. So if you've heard something or listened to something that you've enjoyed yourself and you think will be beneficial or useful to other people, please do pass that on. It will be very much appreciated. And as you know, when you get a recommendation from somebody that you trust, there really is nothing better. Thank you so much. And until next time, stay on mission, do something extraordinary for others, keep inspiring and keep growing your circle of influence. Goodbye.